0: This is Amy Ogden. I am um, so excited to be on the Seek the Joy podcast. Um, Thank you so much for having me. I'm gonna go ahead and just first introduce myself and then tell you a little bit about my story. I am the Senior Vice President of Brand for J Public Relations. We're one of the world's top luxury travel PR and social media agencies. And then um, when I'm not working my dream job, um, I also have a blog and a podcast, both called Sips of Sunshine. I recently gave a TEDx talk this year all about breaking the cycle of inadequacy and really embracing abundance and sufficiency in your life. Um, So I'm really, really excited to be here and share my story with you all today. It's um, really a story about like a major Kind of a life transition that I had, and I hope that it inspires you. So in 2014, I was 37 years old and I was living in San Diego. I was living what anyone would consider to be a very charmed life by all accounts. I had a large townhome downtown, a great group of friends. I loved my job. I had a golden doodle named Lola you know, a beautiful BMW, you know, everything that you would think you would want as a 37-year-old living in a great city and life was really good. But I could just feel this calling in my soul that I needed to make a change and that I needed to make a really big change, not just a new home or a new car or a new haircut, but something really serious. I'd visited New York pretty often uh, for work. And I just had always told myself that New York was a special place for special people. Um, And I was normal. And I didn't have the secret password or I didn't know the secret handshake to live in New York. And besides, I was too old. I decided at some point that you either move to New York young and broke or you just don't move there at all. And so at 37 years old, um, not young, not broke, I just thought the window had really passed. So I was visiting New York a lot for work and um you know one day on one of my many trips to New York it wasn't even this big like aha moment it was just this really calm knowing that this was where I belonged and I could hear this voice tell me I needed to do it and I still remember I was sitting outside of a cafe in West Village on it was a beautiful summer day I was sitting on the bench alongside the building just looking around and thinking like, I can't even imagine doing this, but I think I can do it. And what's really funny is I remember even saying to myself at the time, okay, maybe I could do it, but there's no way I could live in this neighborhood. And today I live around the corner from that cafe. So you just never know, right? So I had this just knowing peaceful moment. I knew I needed to do it. But I also knew that choosing this meant giving up a really phenomenal life in San Diego. Um, I didn't have to give up my job. I was blessed to have a job that would work with me to move, thank God. But, you know, I loved my coworkers who I worked with every day. They were my best friends, Um, my friends in the city, uh, my dog. She was this stunning, large, high-maintenance, you know, grooming kind of animal, and so the biggest act of love I've probably ever had. I gave her to my best friend who is the best mom in the whole world. And Lola's living her best California life to this day. Um, But I needed to make the move. So I told my best friend first, we were going on a long walk in the morning and I, I cried and she cried. And then I told my company and I moved with the job and it was more of a how not an if kind of discussion. And Then I told everyone, I still remember my heart just like racing as I posted on Facebook and that felt really real. Like that was kind of like no turning around at that point once it was Facebook official. Um, But you know, I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared for how small New York apartments are, the challenges of owning the dog in the city. That was when I made the decision to give her to Rebecca. Um, And I did it over the course of a few months. I gave away or sold everything I owned. And I mean, everything. I packed my life into seven moving boxes and I moved to New York. Um, and it was crazy, right? Because, you know, I had always told myself, you do this young and broke or you don't do it at all. And I was at the, at the time, the peak of my career, the most successful I'd ever been. Um, and here I was trading the grandest life I'd ever had, for a 400 square foot studio apartment and my life packed into seven boxes. And I just remember sitting one day looking at the few things I had and just going, what have you done? Um, but here we are. I want you to fast forward three and a half years. I'm now 42. I just turned 42 last week. I live in the most gorgeous studio apartment in the West village. It's small, but I love it so much. I have everything I need. I live in my dream neighborhood. I live on my dream street. I live across the street from the Friends building. Um, And if you watch Friends, I'm pretty sure that makes me ugly naked guy. (laughs) Um, And since moving to New York, I found more inspiration and creativity than I ever even knew I had within me. It's funny, before I moved here, I used to say, oh, I don't get along with creatives. Um, Creatives don't like me. Creatives don't like working with me. And now I think I'm a creative, which is crazy. I'm writing a novel. Like I said, I have my blog. I have my podcast. I just gave a TEDx talk. I found this expressive, vulnerable, creative human that I think has always been here. And she just didn't know when or where to rise. Um, I feel like the city's made me better. I dig deeper. I try harder. I say more. I hold back less. I care less. I give more. And there's something about giving up everything you have to find out who you really are. So that's sort of the story. And I think, you know, I was trying to think, like, what's the message in this? What's the lesson in this? And I have to say the lesson is I want you to listen to that voice, the voice that tells you to call someone, the voice that tells you to send that email, to make that move, to try that thing. I really want you to listen, you guys. It's not just your brain bouncing around ideas. That voice in your head is a powerful force. It's the force that sees beyond what you can see right now, and it knows what risks it's asking you to take. I really think there's magic there, and I think you can't see it because you're in the moment, but that voice isn't. That voice is bigger than you, and that voice is 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 more seeing than you. And so when you hear that voice, whether it's give away everything you own, give up your dog and move with your life packed into seven boxes, Or whether it's maybe you should try a dance class. I really want you to listen to it. Um, And so that's what I've learned and what I wanted to share with you. And my biggest dream, I just want to know that my life is meaningful. I want to know that my friends and my family and even people who don't know me are better for either just hearing my words or hearing my story And that something I've done or that something I've said moves you in some way to try something you never would have done or never would have said if we hadn't had this moment together. So thank you so much for listening to um, this podcast. And again, it's just such an honor for me to be a part of the Seek the Joy family and to share this with you. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard, and we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time.